By the 22nd century, mankind had stretched forth its hand to command the stars. Other races were discovered, and as the human sphere of influence expanded, they were happy to live in peaceful coexistence, and humanity was on the verge of an evolutionary leap. The Terran Emperor was the first to ascend to the next step of human evolution. His advisors, who now styled themselves holy clerics, sought to force the other races to see the light of their religion. They began to subjugate the other races to the will of the Empire. The Ansys, who saw the Empire as decadent, illogical, and chaotic, waged war upon it. Admiral von Grippen, the brightest military mind in centuries, betrayed the Empire and removed the entire home fleet, collapsing the jump gate after him, leaving Earth and the Empire to be squashed under the heel of Ansys oppression. Now, 300 years after the fall of the Terran Empire, humans find themselves the subject race, stagnating on their own world, unable to evolve, either technologically or otherwise. It is into this oppressive world that the most unlikely of men are thrust into the roles of heroes. Darker Projects presents The Falcon Banner. Red Relief. Written by Chris Snyder and Mark Brzee. Based on characters and situations created by Christopher Patrick Lydon. Featuring the voice talents of Seth Adam Shear as Darian Tain. John Lipsy as Dr. Keir. Brandon Cole as Commander Durnham. Eric Busby as Nazine. Chris Snyder as Matt Elias. And Fiona Khan as the Magistrate. you something? Mind you, it's just a little curiosity on my part. I mean, far be it for me to criticize the style of dress or altered facial appearance of my crew, but what the hell are you all doing wearing bushy hair glass rims and those those colossal red noses for? It's Red Nose Day, Skip. Is this some sort of Taerian holiday I'm not aware of? Nah, it's from Old Earth, and it continued on to a lesser degree in the time of the Empire. It's part of Comic Relief. Uh... Comic relief. Indeed. It was originally a group of celebrities and comedians who would put on a benefit show to raise money for a few selected charities. They helped bring relief to street kids and homeless people. They funded research for AIDS and helped the poor to have a chance for a better life. They brought relief to countries where wars had ravaged the people. They. Hey, sounds great, but why are you all excited over this? It must have been a great program, but with the Amsis in control of the Empire, what does this have to do with you? You mean us. What does it have to do with us? I'm glad you asked. Tell him, Kier. Well, Skipper, 
After the fall of the Empire, as you know, many people, such as the Canaans and some humans, escaped to Orion territory. One of these groups of humans were those that were in charge of comic relief. They knew their services would be needed after the Amses were through bombing the hell out of Earth, so they started cultivating relationships among the top Orion guildhouses. To us, our children are the greatest resources and treasure. The poverty level in the Orion society is very small because most of us were trained in certain jobs from when we were old enough to reason. When these people came to us and told us what they did for their children and to help fight disease and poverty, well, we've never held humans in high esteem, but this group certainly has noble intentions. Their mission has evolved slightly with the Amsis in control, but the basic ideals are still the same. They smuggle in all kinds of relief and medicine to Earth and they form our imperial colonies. But what's with the red noses? It's to draw attention. It's to raise awareness. To get people to make a donation to help those in need across the universe. Right. But we're fugitives. We're all trapped on the Excalibur at the moment. All we can do is wage campaigns against the Amsis. Maybe that'll help allow them to operate in the open again, but... I can't see how you guys wearing that ridiculous getup will help them. Well, it made you ask, didn't it? And since you asked, well, I guess I should probably tell you. You remember when we docked with that Orion trade liner a few days ago? Yes? Well, see, I kinda signed us up to run some relief supplies for them into the Acrolon system. It's on the way. On the way? Sure it is. Only if we make a side jump into the tiny piece of Amsis space that intersects Polian and Elam territories. Did you even think about how dangerous that would be? Well, I... Skipper, it's important. Establishing a new empire is great. But if the new empire doesn't stand for tolerance, kindness, and compassion, for helping other people who need help, then what does it stand for? Indeed. The squirt's right. Skipper, they helped get my family out of Amsis space and settled us on Kepi. They... (sighs) Alright. Alright. You're right. All of you. I'm just trying to figure out how we'll do it. It's not going to be easy. Nothing worth doing ever is. Well, for what it's worth, the relief agents on Acrolon have routed a Tyrian cargo freighter to rendezvous with us at the edge of the system. The Amsis don't bother harassing Tyrian ships because they seem to be pacified and working well under Amsis rule. All we have to do is jump in, transfer the cargo pods, and jump out again. Simple. What could go- Don't say that! Just don't say it. Never ever say that before a mission. <laughs> <laughs> Secure from jump. We're at the edge of the Acrolon system. Captain, Excalibur isn't detecting any ships in the area. Looks like our Tearian friend is late. Wait. I'm detecting a small jump event. It's a message carrier pod. Those haven't been seen in years. Well, if you don't want a message going through the holographic data net, this is one way to do it. It's beginning to broadcast. Let's see it. Excalibur. The Amps has captured the Tyrian captain who is going to meet with you. They know you're here. Get out of here, now! Powering jump drives. No. Skipper? You guys were right. We have to see this through. They need our help. Now, take us behind that ring planet. Use it for cover. Let's get a look at what they're sending to take us. Aye, Captain. Captain, Excalibur's detecting multiple jump events. A 
Estimate eight heavy destroyers. They're releasing raptors. Excellent. Skipper? We have a raptor. Dr. Cure, you, Elias, and Nazine take it down to Acrylon. That manifest you showed me had an Acrylon warehouse listed as final destination. Comic Relief will get its cargo. I'm sure they'll be able to identify you by your um, red noses. There you go, Magistrate. Supplies that'll help your people rebuild. And remember, you can call on Excalibur if you need any help. Yes, what he said. Excalibur, Red Nose One. We're about to launch. Delay that, Red Nose One. We're under full-scale attack. Stand by for my all-clear. Skipper, are you guys all right up there? No worries, Elias. We'll be fine. Excalibur out. I should be on the bridge with the point defense weapons and the zero-point bore. I know, Nazine. But we have point defense weaponry here, Lieutenant. Would that help? How are your targeting sensors? Former Imperial Dreadnought sensors. Operational to 5,000 kilometers. Elias, can you rig enough power to create a broad spectrum EMP with the planetary- Already on it. Show me your weapons platform. Coming, Nazine? Getting an incoming signal from the surface. Audio only. On speakers, Commander. Captain, stand by. Elias is preparing a broad spread EMP weapon. If everything works right, we should. Oh, what? Skipper, I should be able to disable all the EMSIS with a broad spectrum EMP I jury rigged with the planetary defense platform. Excalibur will need to get clear to 6,000 kilometers just before we fire. Stand by. Commander, does what he's saying make sense? Yes, sir. Theoretically, a ground based point defense weapon would not have the power of a ship based one. But with a fine-tuning of its projection crystal, it could be reconfigured into a large-scale EMP weapon. Red Nose 1, proceed. Give me notice when you're ready so I can move our sortie out of the line of fire. Confirmed, Excalibur. Red Nose 1 out. Come on, Squirt. Get the lead out. Listen, Grumpy. Guys, come on. Elias, how long? Three minutes. Powering now. Okay. Excalibur, Red Nose 1. Three minutes to fire. Clear 6,000 kilometers from current position. Confirmed, Lieutenant. 6,000 kilometers in three minutes. Falcon 1 to flight. Return to base. Return to base. Two minutes to the deck. No stragglers. Move it! Nazine? Stand by. Waiting for telemetry that all the ships are out of range. Almost. Almost. Firing. Now!
Captain, the planetary weapon seems to be having the desired effect. I am detecting 279 Amsis Raptors floating powerless in space. Also reading no power generation on the destroyers. Excellent. Commander, how long until the Amsis restore systems? Less than two hours, sir. Red Nose 1 Excalibur, get your asses up here. You have two hours. Confirmed, Excalibur. Red Nose 1 out. Well, Magistrate, not only do you have the start on rebuilding your society thanks to comic relief, but you have a planetary defense weapon, complements of the new Empire. Remember, if you need help, contact us. We'll do whatever we can to help. What he said. Thank you, Lieutenant. Well done, Red Nose Team. We have the goodwill of yet another planet, and we helped Comic Relief do some good as well. Captain, Excalibur reports that we are ready and free to maneuver. All we require is course setting, sir. <laughs> uh, Commander, now that the mission is over, don't you think that wearing a red nose is excessive? Captain, I would put it to you that, since you are the only member of the bridge crew not wearing a red nose, that maybe you are out of uniform, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You too can help Comic Relief rebuild communities. Just go to www.comicrelief.com. Together, we can make a difference. You have been listening to The Falcon Banner. Red Relief, written by Chris Snyder and Mark Brzee, based on characters and situations created by Christopher Patrick Lydon. The series is directed and produced by Chris Snyder. Co-production by Mark Brzee. Post-production work by Chris Snyder. Original music composed and realized by Kai Hartwig and Kevin McLeod. The executive producer for Darker Projects is Eric Busby. This has been on Darker Projects Production.